0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode six of the Mindblown Zone. This is called chronic physical pain. My name is Matt Cook. I'm here with my co-host, Brad. How are you, Brad? Never better yourself? Never better. It's the favorite preferred answer that I just go to now after you introduced it. (laughs) So if, if you are experiencing chronic physical pain, Especially if you have been experiencing this chronic physical pain for years or decades, then I want to tell you that uh, you really landed in a special place. Okay, like you might even want to consider this a bit uh, destiny, because uh, you know I had chronic physical pain for about twelve years, uh, and then there was a period of recovery. You know I learned a lot of secrets and I have amassed so much knowledge, and I can pretty much promise you that the. Information that we're going to share with you today is essentially the information that you've been looking for, maybe for years or decades, and this almost certainly, I give you my promise, is probably going to lead to your recovery from chronic physical pain. Okay, so just to introduce uh, introduce myself first, My, my name is Matt Cook, I'm the author of a pain recovery book. It's called Conscious Movement, The Key to Releasing Pain. And I'm also the creator of a back pain specific video course. It's called the Back Pain Miracle. Okay. So this Back Pain Miracle course, this has been selling for about three years, maybe two years, two and a half years. And it's been used by people in over 50 countries. And it's getting testimonials from all over the world. Okay. So this is some serious pain recovery technology. And basically in this podcast, Brad and I are going to be presenting to you first my story, right? Uh, And then, you know, as we go through the story, I'm going to reveal the secrets that I learned along the way. You know, I'm not just going to launch straight into it. I'm going to, you know, give you the experience that I had and how that, you know, led to the discoveries so that it all makes sense. And then at a certain point along my journey, I actually met Brad. And Brad, well, I've got a little bio for him here. I'll just read it to you that we wrote down. Brad studied a variety of health modalities, he's, in my opinion, well it's just a fact really, he's arrived at an extremely accurate explanation of chronic pain, right? It aligns very closely with my own, and it's really what we're going to present to you is like the peak of pain recovery knowledge, okay? So, with the introduction done, let me start talking specifically about the topic, okay? Okay. So, what we're talking about here is if you have some sort of uh, chronic pain that has arisen from physical injuries, repetitive strain, lack of movement, right, these are kind of like what you might call physical sources, or if you identify it, or if you identify it to have arisen from things like repressed emotions, like trauma, stress in that vein, and especially if you have received some sort of diagnosis from a, you know, from a physician, from a radiologist, from a chiropractor, something like that, right? So if, you, if you've if you been received some diagnosis like back pain, sciatica, degenerated discs, slip discs, right? If you've got the back pain kind of thing, or if you've got fibromyalgia or motor neuron syndrome, peripheral myopathy, neuropathy arthritis nerve damage okay and some other ones like Lyme disease autoimmune disease chronic fatigue syndrome right so if you've got this thing in your life like if your chronic pain has a a name especially and it's kind of this thing like how do you fix this the doctors don't seem to know i've been trying a lot of methods and it's not working let me assure you you're in the right place okay so Brad and i understand you know, that you, you've you been doing a lot of methods that most people in the world these days are doing to treat chronic pain. Okay. So you're probably tra- taking anti-inflammatories or at some point you've tried them. Maybe you gave up on them already. You know, you're trying to like suppress inflammation, right? Maybe you're taking painkillers, right? Um, and probably you've already realized that painkillers don't kill pain. They just stop you feeling pain. Maybe you're taking like immunosuppressive medication. You might be taking other pharmaceuticals. You might be even taking antibiotics, right? You know, that what we've covered here is in the pharmaceutical kind of realm. And most likely you're probably trying like things like exercises, stretches, strengthening, massage, okay? A lot of like physical intervention, right? Chiropractic, um, osteopathy, right? Injections of steroids, and things like that, right? So all these treatments, everything I've listed so far, are what we call physical approaches, okay? They're all to do with some physical way of interacting with your pain spots to influence them, okay? That's going to be important. Remember this, physical approaches, right? So what you're about to learn is going to be different from what you've learned elsewhere, okay? So I'll be giving you an understanding of pain, and then Brad will be introducing an idea that's so big it's just going to blow your mind, that's why we call it the mind blown zone. We're going to be giving you an understanding of pain that is based on body, emotions, and mind, and you'll be coming out of this info-packed video with essentially a solution to your pain, okay? I'm not joking with you here. This is serious, okay? So, what do you think, Brad? Do you want to add anything uh, before I launch into my story? And maybe if, when I do that, you could uh, help me help me through it by asking questions to move it along.
1: Yeah, nothing to add. I think we'll just let's let's hear about your story and we'll dive through that a little bit and we'll uh, converse. And then I'll I'll dive into uh, my exemplar story after that, and uh, hopefully that will be informative to the uh, listeners and we can take it from there
0: okay excellent okay so here's what happened right 18 years old i went off to university just gonna go to university right gonna be fun gonna do my engineering degree you know learn a lot of stuff hang out make friends be social go to the gym have a good time right well all that kind of didn't work out because I just suddenly started studying and going to the gym and stuff. And then I'm like, my my back hurts. My shoulders hurt. My wrists hurt. My legs hurt. My knees hurt. My feet hurt. My hips hurt. And everything just started hurting. Right. So I was like, why is my body hurting? Now I would go to the gym and I'd get injured. Right. I'd spend time studying, I'd get injured you know, these were the sources that I was kind of identifying. I was like associating with these things, the pain, right? And I'd look around. There are other people going to the gym. There were other people who were studying a lot, but they didn't have pain, but I did. So that was very strange for me. Like, why am I having pain here? And when I would have injuries at the gym, like some, you know, squatting and stuff and I'd just do things wrong and one day I even stepped wrong and really pulled my back and my knee. And for some reason it wouldn't recover. Okay. It would just be like, just, it would just stick around. Right. And I I went through all the doctors and the, the professionals, right? Start with a doctor, anti-inflammatories. Works for a while. Then it doesn't. So I was like, well, that's n- not it. I don't want to just take pills. You get massages, you get physiotherapy. You go to the chiropractor, feels better for a while. Then it doesn't. Then it doesn't feel better, and it's just like, well, what am I supposed to do here? Okay, and it's like, you know, I'm like, maybe I got to learn all these stretches and strengtheners. Yeah, I look up on the internet, tells me, okay, here's a stretch to fix back pain. Here's a strengthener to fix knee pain in two minutes. Right, just do this little exercise, you'll fix this pain and that pain. So I'm like following all these things. I'm doing all this research, I'm learning the names of the muscles, I'm learning the right forms for exercises and I'm spending two hours a day doing all these exercises and I'm showing the physiotherapist and the chiropractor and the massage specialist and I'm saying, am I doing it right? They're like, yeah, yeah, do it. You just must have to do it more or maybe there's this other muscle that you haven't reached, right? So I'm doing so much stuff to try to fix it, but it's not getting better It's getting worse, okay? So, this was basically just this ongoing thing for 12 years, okay? My body and the pain in it just got worse and worse and worse, okay? And it was just like, doctors would be like, yeah, sciatica, fibromyalgia, they'd be like, well, maybe... Spondylitis, this or itis that, or itis that. Maybe you need too much inflammation, and like maybe you need diet changes or something like that. Do you reckon this is sounding like a pretty typical story, Brad? This is uh,
1: precisely how it goes, no question.
0: Right, it's like this uh, downward spiral, and suddenly everything is causing you pain. Like, oh, I kind of, I can't do that. That's going to cause me pain. I got to get, I got wrist braces to type. I need a backrest to sit it uh, it's seven thirty each night. I need to use my heat pack or my ice pack. What do you reckon?
1: That is the classic story, and uh, it's a you know it's a vicious cycle and kind of a downward spiral for a lot of people, uh, as I'll explain here shortly.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. The precise the precise reason why this happens. Right. So I had basically given up hope that I would actually recover. I didn't expect that I would recover. I thought that all I could do was maintain. Okay. So I was, you know, when I was like 30, right, this is, it was hell on earth all the time. I couldn't sleep. It was like, you know, I couldn't take a step without pain. It was just like it dominated my life. It was all I thought about. Like I thought about it so much that I ended up <laughs> caring enough to teach it after I recovered. Okay. Cause I always planned. I would teach people how to fix it after I figured it out if I ever did. But I had pretty much given up hope, right? Now I did finally, I don't know if it was fate or God or luck, who knows, but I started to break through and find the knowledge that leads to recovery. Okay. First thing I discovered was a guy that is a great coach. semi-famous uh, YouTuber, his name is Aero Westerberg, that's E-E-R-O, Aero Westerberg, runs a, a movement teaching uh, setup on, on the internet called Vava Fitness, that's V-A-H-V-A, okay? So I'm on the internet, and he was talking about this new idea that I'd never heard before. Now, you might have heard this idea when I say it, but I don't want you to just go, oh yeah, that. Oh, you're that. Nah. Okay. Because I just want to introduce it and then I want to build it and I want to explore it and take it to a point where it actually leads to pain recovery for you, right? So, what he was talking about was the idea of becoming more conscious of your body, right? I was like, whoa, becoming more conscious of my body. Aren't I already conscious of my body? Like, I feel my body, right? Don't I? So, it turned out... That although I thought I had a pretty good kinesthetic sense and kinesthetic awareness and felt my body right, there's actually levels to this, right? And I didn't feel my body that well at all, right? So I started doing with coaching with error and we would do these exercises where he, you know, he'd, he'd be like, you know, you move your arm like that, yeah, do move your back like that, you know, do this little exercise, and it'd all be about focusing on feeling, right? It's like, can you feel that? Can you feel that? Can you feel the difference between this and that? Can you see when you try to hold your arm like that in this way, you get this feeling and then generate that feeling in this joint and that muscle? And you know, I started to go deeper and deeper into feeling, right? I came to call this uh, practice conscious movement, right? It wasn't because it was really differentiating between the regular movement that most people do, where they just go through the motions of the movement, look at themselves in the mirror, check if it's right. And just kind of you know pay attention to the form but i started to really become conscious of the body and this is kind of the first step to pain recovery all right it's not the it's not the final step and this alone really doesn't take you all the way there but the first thing you can really become conscious of is your body okay you can actually start to feel your muscles and your joints and if you need a scientific explanation of that there are actually sense receptors In the joints and the muscles that are sending information to your brain. And conveying information about like what is the state of the joint right now? What is the state of the muscle? Okay, that's just a physicalist explanation that might be useful to some people. So I was building this skill of becoming conscious of the body. Right? The next thing that happened to me. Was I started to move more slowly. I started to do exercises very, very slowly, okay, because I noticed I could really feel my muscles much better, really sense my body, feel what was going on in there when I moved slowly, okay, so I had that, and then one day, I found this YouTube video, and this lady, her name was actually Alicia Patterson, if you ever want to look her up, she was saying, you know, here's an exercise that you can do. And she said, you know, be careful when you do this exercise because it actually can bring up emotional issues. And I was like, huh, emotional issues. I don't have any of those. (laughs) How how do you like that joke, Brad?
1: That's brilliant. (laughs) Of course. Yeah.
0: Emotional issues. No, it doesn't sound like me. I've just got pain. So I was like, well, I mean, what's the worst that could happen, right? So I did this thing. I was kind of doing the exercise how she told me to do it. I wasn't really getting that much result. Right? But then I was like, well, why don't I do it in this way that Aira's been teaching me? And then I've kind of been stumbling on that gives all this feeling. I really slowed down the movement so much. I was doing this exercise with this back and forth rocking motion. It's actually called a Bartania rock and roller, if you ever want to look it up. Doing this movement. And then suddenly, I'm feeling like this emotion. Right? I'm feeling like this wave of despair or like fear or something like that. And I'm like almost having like a flashback or something to childhood or something like that. And I can like feel my spine moving in some way. I'm like, what's, what's going on? What's, uh feel all weird, right? And then it, I'm like, uh, I feel bad. I don't know. But I kept with it, right? I didn't like go away from it. I was like, I'm just going to keep going into this because she said it might happen. I'm just going to keep going deeper into this. Kind of like, oh, bad feelings. But then suddenly some pain actually released, right? And that was the very first moment that pain ever actually released, right? I'd had my body, you know, feel better. Like if I went and got a massage or I had some chiropractic or something or active release techniques, the body would feel better. But what I'm talking about here is a different thing, right? I'm talking about the permanent, like, just... Oof, just pop. It's out of existence, almost out of your, you know, personal reality. Somehow, it's just oof, gone. All right? It just, just went away. I was like, "Whoa, whoa!" Is this sounding familiar, Brad? To how people recover from pain in the beginning?
1: That is precisely the way it can certainly happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Spot on. We're going to take you a lot deeper here. Trust us. <laughs> So I started to be like, okay, so what's going on here? Like, okay, I think I see what to do here. I'm going to move slowly, focus inward, and what, like be on the lookout for emotions or something and go into them? So I didn't really know what what was that all about, right? And I was like, but what movements do I do, right? And I I tried some of her other movements and like, they didn't really have the same effect and i was like well what movements right so basically what i did over the next 10 days because i was so excited is i didn't do any work at all you know i just uh just stopped caring about work 100 percent, and i just took all the days off and just lay around my apartment and just experimented with different slow kind of like rocking and back and forth movements and I was getting these pain releases like every 15 minutes or something. It was like um, just an explosion of, you know, positive, it's a pos- very positive explosion of pain release, right? And I, I really managed to get to a point where I could release pain on control, uh, on command, I'm, I'm sorry. I would just like, you know, I'd start to sense the pain and then I'd be like, oh, yeah, that one. Well, let me see if I can do a little movement for this. And I would, you know, do a movement and then i'd be i'd be on the lookout for the emotions and i even started to notice like oh yeah there's not just emotions like i can hear thoughts paired with this i was like whoa it seemed like there's thoughts and emotions and muscular pains like all tied together somehow and if i do these movements and be on the lookout for like what's the feeling in the muscles what's the emotion what's the thought look look at it all together you know, in a in a few minutes of doing the movement, even less sometimes, it would just be like poof, right? So all this pain just started exiting my body. It was it was absolutely incredible, right? So, you know, like that was kind of the all I needed in a way, right? And all I needed from there was just a continuation of that. It wasn't like all the pain was instantly gone. You know, I, I would say that it probably took a year until I was like, whoa, like my body just doesn't hurt anymore. All right. But but the point, the magical point that you want to get to, and why I call my course the back pain miracle is that miracle point where you first get the release and then you're like, oh, I get this. Right. Because then you got the power and pain doesn't rule you anymore, and you're not confused you kind of like, no, you don't know exactly what the causes are of your pain. You don't know exactly what to do. You're not sure what movements for what part, but you know that you can just investigate and explore and kind of like mess around with movements and just focus inward and you'll release pain. All right. Pretty cool, huh, Brad? 100%.
1: Very, uh, yeah, this is a age old wisdom that you uncovered here for sure go back yeah. four, four or five thousand years where some of this comes from
0: yeah I, I think that's an important point like it's it's not that i am the inventor of this okay i didn't invent this this is not matt cook's special method right this is so so when you consider oh do i want to do that you're not really like um thinking hmm do I, do, does this matt cook guy really know i don't know it's like what i discovered isn't a personal way to release pain it's I just found. Oh, here's the thing you do, right? This is this is the way humans can release pain with an involvement of in their bodies, their emotions, and their mind, and your soul, if you want to go to that level. And that's just kind of how it goes. I mean, would you agree with that, Brad? Absolutely. You know
1: the the key word in your program, right? Is conscious, and what what pain and suffering tend to push people to. In our present state is 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 into a state of unconsciousness or denial, and as long as that
0: continues, the pain, the chronic pain, continues. Right, right, right. So, as you can see, what Brad introduced here is there is a there's deeper stuff behind it, right? Better ways to understand it because really, all that I got to uh, by myself was like you know you do movements and then stuff. Your past with emotions and thoughts and convictions that you've come to, and irrational thoughts kind of come up and you don't know what they are. But I think where this story goes next is that I, you know, I started to, you know, look for more detailed understandings so that I could understand it better myself and so that I can explain it to other people. I was always on the lookout and, uh, you know, for people who knew about this stuff and. I was on a forum one day and uh, I was just chatting with people and I saw a post from this guy who <laughs> turned out to be Brad and I started, you know, having direct messages with him and just talking and he was saying, oh, yeah, I know about this stuff. And I, he was like, go read this particular, you know, esoteric website. And I went and read it. it took me a few months to digest it all. But then I came back to him and I was like, you know, I read all that stuff and that was deep. Uh, and I was like, man, this guy really knows some stuff. So we started talking, you know, just DMing. And then I was like, you know, you want to chat on Zoom? And so, h- how long do you recommend we've known each other since we talked on Zoom, Brad?
1: I think it's about six months, seven months, something like that. Feels
0: about right. Oh, I think it might be longer, though. Has, has it been? Okay. I've, I've I was surprised recently. <laughs> right. So, I think the major thing that Brad uh, knows about here that, that that is um most appropriate to teaching you today is why what is is more more about what pain is about and very specifically why pain becomes chronic okay so but, Brad, Brad's going to tell us about an example pain, but just before we go into that example, Brad, do you, you want to just introduce any general ideas before we quite start a, specifically on the teaching?
1: Quite a few, actually. Um, you know, I, I think I want to talk about a little bit about what you found, right? In in the sense, you know, if we look at this ancient wisdom that was around pain, right? We'd have we have to go back to this practice of yoga, which is most people think of yoga as. You know, going to a studio and stretching and feeling good afterwards. But the idea, the real martial
0: yoga. It,
1: yeah. The real idea behind it is that you cut, you're consciously moving the body and moving these, you know, becoming aware of these pains and sensations. And that's the gives you the opportunity to release them. And the idea was that you would never store one of these emotions for a year or five years or even a month. You would, right, I do by having a conscious practice of uh, this movement. In addition to you know some mindfulness or meditation or whatever, and those two things combined would ensure that you would not lock in these uh, emotions for extended periods of time. Therefore, saving yourself from getting developing chronic
0: pain. Right. Right, and that that's practices being completely lost. Right, we don't do that anymore. As I mentioned, like now yoga is commercial yoga. You just do it for a workout or something or to make your body look better. Right, right.
1: So that's a really effective way to keep yourself from getting involved in those types of uh, situations. So, you know, coming forward to the more modern explanation that I became aware of, um, you know, the key understanding here really is understanding that we have this, what I'm going to call the subconscious mind. Uh, you could call it the the psyche. You could call it the autonomic nervous system. There's a lot of different ways to refer to this, but basically, it's this part of us that runs all our life processes. It beats your heart, it breathes your oxygen, it digests your food, pumps your blood—the whole nine yards. There's something going on that takes care of all of these things for us. Mm-hmm. And when you when you begin to shift and understand that this this is basically our our automatic survival mechanism in relation to how we see things, if you can get a hold of that idea, then you can begin to understand what I'm about to explain mm-hmm. uh, at a, you know, at a, at a deeper level on, on what has happened. Does that make sense?
0: Sure. And I think the very first hint that comes up there, just that, to give a give a whiff of an idea here, is that it almost uh, suggests that uh, the pain is actually kind of like a deliberate thing that is involved with the body, like a natural process in some way. That's right. right. That's right. It's a it's a it's a powerful signal.
1: And we have we have been indoctrinated into, and rightfully so in a way. We've been, you know, put into this state of mind that as soon as we feel the pain, we want to get rid of it in any way that we can. And right with modern drugs and prescription medications and all, you know, all sorts of things that you can go get from the doctor, many of those are effective in getting rid of the pain for a, for a mm-hmm. period of time. But then that what happens is, is this opens the door, it, it opens the door to more pain because you did not react to that signal in the natural way, which was to, you know, stay off your feet or don't sit this way or, or stand this way right that wherever that whatever was causing that pain the, the signal was to avoid doing that thing that's causing the pain and by by taking a pain reliever or you know, anti-inflammatory drug to reduce that pain you're actually causing more damage because of it
0: right and if i could mention like if, if you have any uh diagnosis that ends in itis or osis you know tendinosis. Tendinitis, you know, or arthritis, right? The the implication of this itis um, suffix is that you have some sort of inflammation-oriented physical manifestation of pain, right? And what most people do with that is they're like, "I got to stop this inflammation." Right? One of the top-selling things is like turmeric, right? People buy turmeric or fish oil to stop the inflammation, right? Or if you want to go the pharmaceutical route, you can go buy something to stop the inflammation. All right, maybe uh, one of the first hints that we're introducing you to there is you might not want to stop these physical processes from happening. All right, do you want to continue, Brad?
1: Yeah, it's another key, a key idea, and this may be the hardest one for people to accept, but we'll throw it out there. Is that your your psyche, your subconscious mind, your body, always knows what it's doing, and this flies right in the face of conventional medicine. That you're breaking down, you're getting old, your body's falling apart. Your you know your body's your cells are mutating. Whatever these ideas are in conventional medicine, they're actually unsupported hypotheses that are incorrect.
0: Yes. Well, I can certainly attest to the incorrectness because I saw every sort of professional available and I literally got zero long lasting results for 12 years. And it was only when I stopped following that advice that I recovered. Right. So there's a testimonial
1: to this fact. You know, the question is, are, are the experts, right. in these medical uh, specialties, right. Do they really know what the cause is or was and in many, many cases, they don't really know, and they don't understand the pain, inflammation process, and what's going on. Hopefully, I'll explain that today, in my example that I give.
0: Right. Yeah, like um, most of the the professionals out there, they're you know physical approach specialists, right? And you can go to a chiropractor, he'll tell you about your back. You go to a massage professional, tell you about the muscles, right? Go to a joint specialists i will tell you about the joints right you go to you know, all, all, all apply it to their own special specialization right, right. physical things so they'll right. observe physical things and then they'll say oh yeah here's our specializations physical solution to that physical symptom to get rid of that symptom but if i were to ever ask well what's the underlying cause they wouldn't have been able to tell me about all these underlying emotions and thoughts or anything like that, right? They're only focused on the physical manifestation and manipulating that physical manifestation somehow to kind of try to reverse it somehow. What, what do you think of that approach, Brad?
1: Yeah. And, and to be fair, right, they're doing what they were educated and trained to do, right? So they're not they're not doing anything wrong. This is what they've taught no. in their specialty. So they are- And it makes a lot you. of sense. Yeah, it, it, it does.
0: It's like, there's a pain here, Here's how we alleviate that pain. And it does work, you know, like in a way, like right. temporarily. temporarily, you can do it and you're like, oh, that feels better, right? But people are having chronic pain for years and decades. Keeps coming back. Keeps coming back. Okay. okay. Shall we go through this example?
1: Sure. So, you know, I guess you know, before I start off here, if you can, if people can grok this and get a hold of it, I'm taking the idea that this chronic pain or this disease is something negative, even though understandably the pain is a negative thing. The idea here is if you can flip it around and say, this pain leads to a positive, then this will make a lot more sense as I go through this. And by all means, Matt, you know, stop me and, and, you know, to clarify if I run off in strange directions. So, this is the example that I came up with. So let's imagine that I'm, you know, a fifty-year-old man. I, I've can, can I for... just
0: before you go into a break? Can I just mention sure. one thing. So Brad's going to give one specific example, right? But even if this example doesn't apply specifically to you, still listen very closely to this because it it's really the same kind of thread, no matter what pain you have. Right, and yeah, I should add also, you know, Matt's technique is is effective
1: because it gets down to even if you, even if the person uses your technique and gets down to that emotion, they may never make the connection between that emotion releasing and that you know event that came up in your consciousness. Uh, This is just a way to to get you out ahead of it, really, and see mm-hmm. this is right. these are the things that cause this. So, yeah, uh, this ex, this example I'm giving is just uh, imagine that I'm I'm 50, I'm married. Uh, I've been working uh, a job for, for 25 years and you know I'm making good money. We're, me and my wife are accustomed to our lifestyle. Everything's going peachy peachy keen. And then one day I decide I want to quit my job and start up my own business. And I think I can have a good go at it. And I think about it for a while and think this is how it's going to work. And I don't really discuss it with my wife, uh, maybe just casually. But then one day I just <clears throat> catch her off guard at dinner and say, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to quit next week and go out on my own. And this may, and, and so in this example, I'm saying that my wife doesn't like this idea at all. She's She's accustomed to our lifestyle, the income, the health insurance, the whole nine yards. And I find out very quickly that she doesn't support this idea at all. She doesn't want me to quit, even though that's going to make my heart sing. And this is what I really want to do. I'm tired of working this job. And uh, suddenly, you know, my life partner no longer supports me. And it is this idea that is what the psyche picks up on. It's this lack of support. And this example can work. It doesn't matter. Spouse, child, parent, boss, coworker, friend, acquaintance. It's this idea that I don't feel supported in what I want to do that the psyche picks up on. And it's also important to note that this is, was this arrived unexpectedly. If I knew all along that my wife was going to be uh, not supportive of me, this type of situation wouldn't happen. But it's this idea that it catches me off guard. I was expecting my wife to support me and she doesn't. And this is, so this is a figurative thought right? I don't feel supported by my wife. Right? Like from a, you know, life living example, but my psyche takes this to, to mean that my body doesn't feel supported. And this is the key idea here is that it translates literally, I don't feel supported. And it looks to a particular body part. And the, and then this example, it translates this as the back is the, is your, is what supports the human and specifically in this example, the lumbar region of the back. Mm -hmm. So. This is obviously a big category uh different parts of the back have a different theme associated with it we don't have anywhere near enough time to uh to go through all of them but this is the idea is i don't feel supported right so in that exact moment what happens is and is that the psyche starts breaking down either muscle connective tissue or bone and that depends on the intensity of your feeling of lack of support as to which area takes the hit and in this example we're just going to go with you know a moderate a moderate uh situation and by the way all these categories when i'm speaking of themes what i'm talking about here is uh, self-devaluation is, is the fundamental theme for all of our bodily pain in some way we have devalued our self or our ability to function and this becomes something that we become very aware of and conscious of. And until we can resolve this situation, the psyche is going to continue breaking down the muscle connective tissue or bone. With can me I so add far? something Brad?
0: Yeah. Please. So if I can just, you know, add, add a few more details to it. So, you know, what Brad's putting forward here is like you've, you've got some specific real life event. Okay. It's like, Oh my wife doesn't support me. Right and and you're like you know you feel really bad about that. In some way maybe you're angry, maybe you're sad. You know it, it could be any sort of real you know emotion about that but it, like just in despair almost. And you're, you know, you're thinking about it and you're like, Oh, which doesn't support me. Maybe you're pacing around or you you can't sleep at night. You're waking up and you're going, Oh, what am I going to do about this? And it's just not right. You know, muttering to yourself and just, you know, all these thoughts, just racing through your head, you know, just getting, coming to grips with the nature of this problem. Right. And what your subconscious body mind is doing is it's going, Oh yeah, look at this look at this problem, oh yeah, look at all this, all this ways not supported, right, so what your subconscious body mind is doing is figuring out, well, how are we going to make this more, how are we going to make him or her more supported, right, so it's coming up with a way to build you a better back, right, almost to, in a way to compensate, well, not necessarily compensate, but just like to, to be with you. So that when things like happen, that happen when things like this happen in the future, it's not going to be such a shock. You know, you're going to have a stronger spine, and you're not going to you're going to feel supported more. Okay, would you would you say they're pretty accurate details, Brad? Do you want to modify any of those? Right. I mean, you you've pointed
1: to you know there's there's actually two things going on that your subconscious mind is doing. A, and you know probably most importantly is it's keeping it's keeping this situation front and center in your awareness. So to try to help you resolve this conflict, so that's why your mind's racing. You're having trouble sleeping. You're not eating well. Right? Is you're trying to trying to devote all its energy to you resolving this situation that's now bothering you. How do mm-hmm. I? How do I get the support of my wife and quit my job so I can start my own business? Mm-hmm. So that that's the that's the the conflict theme that I've got going on right now, and. Simultaneously, it's also breaking down muscle, connective tissue, or bone so that when you resolve your conflict, it can build it up stronger. And that's the idea that I want to go straight to, which is, you know, for those of you who have, you know, lifted heavy weights or or you know run a marathon or whatever, you, you do, you know, extensive physical training, you'll know that, you know, when you shock your body in some way with with weightlifting or, you know, running or whatever, the pain that you get a day or two later that can last, you know, many days, depending on how much you shocked your body. This is the same principle that your subconscious mind is using. So after this is what bodybuilders do, right. is they try to go in the gym and shock their muscles each time they work out, right. They do a different routine, different, you know, reps and sets and exercises so that the psyche subconscious mind will react by building those muscles stronger so that the next time you 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 try to do that kind of weightlifting or exercise it'll be ready for it mm-hmm. did I explain that okay
0: yeah sure like when you do it when you go to the gym you're like doing it deliberately right you might be like hmm I want to be bigger and stronger so you're going right. to actually wreck it you know by right. doing the weights but sometimes it's the subconscious who goes oh there's this emotional conflict let me handle that right? It'll break right. it down and build it back stronger.
1: Yeah. The key idea here is that it's your subconscious mind that's, that's doing all the repair and healing work always, right? Whether it's a physical breakdown or this, such, you know, this conflict theme situation we're talking about, right? It's, it's going to, its job is to strengthen that muscle so that next time around when you do that same set of exercises, you're not going to produce nearly as much, muscle tear down because they're stronger now so they can handle you benching 200 pounds or what
0: right so this knowledge so, about the weights is going to come into handy as we go into this next section right and
1: and just the and, right so then the next example of course is it and the same principle occurs when you break a bone so this is pretty pretty conventional knowledge that if somebody breaks a bone it actually gets built stronger when it when it's finally healed so right. if, uh, you break your break your you know your your arm or something like that. That that muscle that bone will actually be stronger than it was prior to. So you actually have a better arm muscle when it's right. all said and done. That's and, and it's the same principle again. Is that the psyche says, "Uh oh, he wasn't he was he wasn't strong enough to handle whatever happened." So I'm going to make sure that next time around, should they arrive at the situation again, that bone won't break. Right, makes sense.
0: Oh yeah. So I think what we've established so far. Is that it makes perfect sense that yes, your body is making you stronger. Like when you go through experiences that are difficult, your body runs programs, biological programs, to make you stronger to be able to be fine when those things happen in the future. That's right.
1: So we'll jump on here. So let's, so in my example, let's say I stress over this situation with my wife and my job for a month one month and I can't find a resolution. How's it going to work out? So somehow or another, I figure out a way to work this out. Who knows? It doesn't really matter what it is, but she my new outlook is, you know, past past through with her. And and we agree if I do things in such and such a way, then she'll support me the whole way through
0: the moment. So you basically talk her into it. For example, you say, you know, if this happens and that happens, so all going to be good. You can see my plan's really good. And she comes around and says, oh, okay. Yeah. You're yeah. Okay. Fine. I agree. I'll support you. All right, Right. That in that moment,
1: when I get her agreement, I have, this is, and it's a subjective situation, right? This is just my example that I'm giving here. But in that moment that she comes around and supports me again, then this process that my psyche was going through instantly changes, it stops breaking down muscle, tissue, bone, and It reverses, and now it's going to build that back up
0: stronger. Right. So the breakdown phase, you know, the identification of the nature of the problem and figuring out the problem is resolved. And now another phase occurs. So do you want to explain that, Brad? right? So
1: in this new phase, and this is just like the broken, broken bone or the muscle tissue after the big workout, this is when the pain starts and the body, right? The all healing restoration occurs in fluid and therefore in inflation, uh, inflammation. So, and the inflammation is what causes the pain. So what's happening now is the psyche is signaling you, you know, your conscious mind that it needs you to not do anything strenuous or stand in this way or sit in this way, whatever, during this period when the pain is occurring so that it can properly rebuild that tissue. Right. With me? Oh yeah. And this unfortunately is the moment when we are triggered to run to the doctor or the pain medication or the inflammation medication to try and get rid of pain so we can get back to our normal life. Right. And this prevents the psyche subconscious mind from doing the job that it's trying to do, which is to strengthen that lumbar region of our backs uh, in this period. And so this is when we get into that. Does that all make sense there, Matt?
0: Oh, yeah. And I think I could add a little extra detail here. You know, imagine like, um, imagine you, you fight about this thing and have this big conflict over it, and not feeling supported for like a month, right? Like uh, just a month of hell and you just feel terrible for a month, right? And then suddenly it resolves. Well, uh, empirically, you know, by observation, it appears that the pain, that the recovery phase is going to last a month okay and you're going to feel back pain for a month okay while your back rebuilds now so in that phase you're going to be like oh my god my back hurts why why does it hurt i want it to stop and you know because you know the world is so obsessed with physical explanations these days it's you know you don't easily just look around and go oh don't worry it's probably just you that had that thing with 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 your wife right so don't worry just rest it's going to be okay Now you're going to go see a physical specialist and they're going to say, well, you're tight muscles or you're old, or are you sitting in this particular way or, and you're going to bring in a whole bunch of physical ideas. Right. And I think what you're moving toward here, Brad, is that you're going to come to these conclusions about what's going on in your body. Right.
1: Right. And this is a, so this is the leap from, you know, had you responded by resting your back had you made the connection right between the situation that set you off right the the conflict with the the, the lack of support and and the pain that started shortly after you resolved it if you were able to make that connection then as you said it would have been roughly the same period of time that you had the conflict a month you would have a follow-up month of some pain in your back but most people you know because we haven't been educated because we haven't been this none of this has been explained perhaps because nobody really figured this out until modern times most people seek that pain relief and you're curtailing and arresting this healing process so we keep you keep damaging yourself by trying to fix it with your mechanical physical solutions yes
0: mm-hmm. oh yeah i mean imagine to go take a an, an inflammatory well, that's going to delay it. And you're also right. going to be like, oh, yeah, there's something wrong with my back. All right? And we're right. really leading to something here. So I want you to get ready for this next part because we're, we're going to really drop a bomb here. This is where the mind-blown stuff, mind-blown <laughs> zone stuff happens, right?
1: Well, we're already so a do little you, bit there.
0: Do you want to go into the devaluation de- trap and talk about the things that you can start to conclude about the, the state of your back now? Right. So... Right. So initially, right, it was this figurative idea,
1: right? Use the word figuratively very carefully is that this figurative, I don't feel supported, that your psyche translated into, I need to strengthen the back. But now we jump past, now that the pain is there and seeking treatments, now we we step into this, this is really the chronic pain, you know, lasting pain, death arena where it's now Mm -hmm. becomes a literal self-devaluation. We can, you know, I'm falling apart. You know, my back is wrecked. I'm getting older and breaking down. You know, all these ideas that start and the psyche is responding to those in the same way that it responded to the original figurative self-devaluation. So now you're saying in your mind, my back is not strong. My back is weak. uh, You know, I'm falling apart. And so it's going to, it's now going to, Start breaking down your tissue again, so that it can make it stronger.
0: Right, with me? Oh yeah. So if I if I can even just have a crack at it, it's like you you, by you know, you're feeling pain all the time, and you're like, yeah, I can't do these things. It hurts. It hurts. And then you know you might have like a, you know, a week of it, and then you're like, oh yeah, it's really bad, right? And then after two weeks, you're like something's seriously wrong with my back here and then after a month you're like oh my god like my back is wrecked and imagine imagine you you don't figure out what's going on right that you're perpetuating the state of your back right after you reach like a year or two you're like oh i've got a bad back it's bad my back's wrecked right i used to go around saying yeah oh my whole body is just wrecked imagine how my subconscious mind is reacting to my you know I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be you know the analytical mind observing reality and you know making the determination and conclusion and convictions about what's going on and reporting back to the subconscious mind so it can run its all its biological programs and i say to it uh subconscious body mind uh the body's wrecked okay and the subconscious mind's like oh body's wrecked ah geez better better break it all down and build it up again all right so it breaks it down all right. So, whenever you are saying that some particular part of your body is, you know, broken in pain, falling apart, you're telling your body to run a program to break it back down and build it up again. But then it starts to build it up again and then you feel pain and then you go, ah, oh, it's still wrecked. It's worse. Okay. And you, it's this vicious, vicious cycle where you keep devaluing it and saying everything's broken. And the body just goes, oh, okay, gotcha. No, yeah, no worries. I'll just keep uh, tearing it down even worse, and uh, eventually you'll be so weak and immobile that you're like, oh, I can't move. What do you reckon, Brad?
1: Yeah, it's it can go that bad, and it can get you know, it can go that far south. Uh, the more, that, and again, this theme is self devaluation here. So, you know, as mentioned earlier, the you know you can start different ideas in the self-devaluation arena affect different parts of the body so that you can see how it spreads. I can't move. I can't hold on to a thing. I can't lift this. I can't swing the golf club. I I can't run anymore. I can't walk for a mile, right? All these ideas will strike different parts of the body.
0: Right. Uh, So the pain spreads. Like if you start with just like, oh, my back hurts, but then like, then you, you branch it out to, I can't walk anymore. Well, now you, (laughs) Now everybody's like, ah, oh, must be something wrong with the whole sciatic complex from toe to toe to spine. Better just destroy this whole leg and fix it, right? To build it back up again. Right. And, you know, this opens the door to surgical intervention,
1: which, mm-hmm. you know, further complicates things right down the road as these types of uh, solutions are provided. Uh, if there's any, anything that we can get through to the listeners today is that if you could stop if you can understand i think this is the whole key here is that the relief comes from the understanding right even if there's pain there's a there's the psychological pain which is really suffering right we we psychologically suffer we we uh, physically feel pain but once that psychological barrier is broken through then suddenly the pain if we understand that this is to improve my strength that psychological suffering diminishes tremendously mm-hmm. and really brings a, a lot of relief to somebody to understand that this is what's happening. Do you follow yeah. that?
0: Yeah. And I mean, the understanding is like two layers to the understanding, right? The first level of understanding, if you're in chronic pain, is that the chronic pain comes from the chronic devaluation, right? The, the chronic statement of the bad state of the body, Right? When you say the body is bad and broken and doesn't work and you can't do these things, that is the perpetuation of the chronic pain, right? That's exactly. what's chronic. Your identification of it as bad, that being chronic, gives chronic pain. Okay. So when you understand that, that's like layer one. So you're, what you're going to start doing at that point is you're going to stop saying those kind of things, right? You're going to feel pain and then you're going to go, oh, wait no, 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 I'm not going to, I'm not going to say to myself that it's, it's, I'm falling apart or I'm going to say, oh, it's. I'm just going to say, oh, it's probably just recovering. All right. So that's like a layer one of the understanding and the layer two of the understanding is when you go, well, okay, but what was the initial cause in the beginning? All right. that I, I kind of figured out the layer two one, right. I was like, I started to realize like oh there's some sort of underlying emotions and stuff here right that's that's the kind of part of the story that i told you before okay brad yeah
1: that's perfect that that is the that you you got to the core of it even if you didn't perfectly understand it it was that you know the relief of the pain from getting to the origination of it that uh, mm-hmm. that brought you into a new understanding of things right that you weren't falling apart your body wasn't you know no longer supporting you or breaking down
0: Right. So, I came to a new conclusion, which was, "Whoa, I'm actually going to get better. I'm getting better, right? I'm exactly, not. I'm not falling apart anymore. My body's not wrecked. It's getting better, right? And those are all. Yeah, that's
1: a. That is your. That is the relief realization. It's a yeah. tremendous, relief, yeah. tremendous relief. Yeah, it's
0: and, a huge relief. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So that's the that is the key to however you understand this, whether you can a lot of people that maybe have had chronic pain for 20, 30, 40, 50 years or whatever, they not be may not be able to think back to this initial event that right. set it all off. Maybe they can, uh, but it's it is this understanding that this is what's happening. And you know, one of the examples I you know like to share with people is if uh if uh you know once you understand this, then you know, instead of taking those pain relievers or anti-inflammatories so that you can go out and play golf or tennis or walking or whatever, you know, instead of redamaging a body part by taking pain relief to you know suppress that, now that you understand, you can a- avoid those things, hopefully, for however long it takes, a few weeks, a few months, and by resting, then you'll give your body the opportunity, finally, to re-strengthen whatever region that is in my case this lumbar region uh and and so you'll have you know again this, this tremendous relief knowing that i just need to not stress this for a period of time and things are going to get better that's a that's a relief mm-hmm. to think about
0: yeah so do you want to add anything more Brad, before i go on to just like a deeper understanding of how the the movements the back pain miracle movements kind of like yeah, in, influence all this and make it all, you know, work for you and just help you get the understanding and make the pain go away?
1: I think that's it. I mean, the, the fundamental idea is that your body isn't falling apart. You're not getting old and falling apart. You're a, you're, your psyche, your subconscious mind is actually trying to help you get stronger. If you can yeah. get that idea through, you're on your way.
0: Right. So back pain miracle movements work in Few really special ways, right? I mean, basically, what what's going on here that's kind of like that prevents recovery is that there's a whole bunch of like irrational thought and bad beliefs about pain and all sorts of stuff, kind of like blocking you. It's like it's kind of like just wrong thought, like erroneous thought about the body, about pain, just all up in your head, kind of spinning around and. You've kind of like that's all there, and you've also probably got like, you know, specific repressed emotions and stresses not dealt with that are all in the body, like the initial events that weren't dealt with. And I mean, you know Brad gave one specific event that's a big conflict that can turn into pain for people. For me, it was like some big events, but also just tons and tons of small things because I was a chronic emotion suppressor, right? So' any little event that would happen i wouldn't deal with it i'd just repress it down and it'd just be under there right just like not recovering and just stuck there right so there's there's all these just bad thoughts and disempowering beliefs about pain and there's all these repressed emotions and stuff like that and there's all these fears about the pain where you're like oh when i step like that it hurts and so there's there's fears of movements and there's all these like motor conflicts where you're like, I feel trapped, I can't move. And there's just, you, you know, you can have just a little bit of stuff, but you can have a head full of just gunky wrong thought about movement, about pain, about emotion, about yourself. And it's just all just ugh, just in there, right? And it all just contributes, right? It's all, all just kind of like holding the pain in place, right? And you also kind of like don't want to look at it, right? It's kind of like confusing and weird and stuff, but here's the magic of back pain miracle movements. And yeah, like uh, by the way, this will this will be on the the page. I'll, I'll put this lower on the page, right, so that you can check check this out. What you do in the back pain miracle movements is you you, you kind of like get into you know the starting position of the one of these like fifteen movements, and you start to you know, really relax into it, right? And I, and I put this like audio over the top of it to to guide you. So it's kind of like you're guided into like relaxing and just getting into a really comfortable position. Everything's so easy, right? You're, you just get yourself into the most comfortable possible positions where you can like nicely move your pelvis and your spine and stuff like that. And just, you know, different different parts of your hips and legs and knees and, you know, a lot of back stuff. And You're very comfortable, right? And then you just start to do these, like, very gentle back and forth movements where you just kind of, like, make contact with the parts of your body that just feel a bit weird, just whatever you're comfortable, right? There's nothing to be afraid of. It's super easy. And as you start to just make contact with that, what you see is that whenever you do that, you immediately kind of, like, get a look of what the kind of stuff is like mentally and emotionally that's associated with that right and if you just kind of like just take a look at it you know just by moving you move into it you move out of it you move into it you move out of it you start to really just understand what's going on under the surface right because all the pain no matter no matter what it is it's all held in place by Stuff that's under the surface, right? Stuff that you're not really completely fully conscious of or aware of yet, okay? So all you have to do, no matter what your pain is, is just this form of very calm, gentle movement where you just kind of like move your painful spots back and forth and in different directions and just kind of go into it a bit, just to to the point that you're comfortable you spend a bit of time there, literally just a minute, can be less than a minute or a few minutes, and then the pain releases, right? And you never have to worry that it's going to be too much for you or too painful because your, your unconscious mind never serves you up anything that you're not ready for, right? So it's all just stuff that's at your current level of you know confidence and comfort, and you just start to do it, and you just get all these epiphanies and realizations and releases and everything that's bad and blocking you just starts to release from your body right and that's it it's like the greatest thing ever and i really i really think like the whole world needs to start doing this so i highly recommend that you just take a look down further on the page i'll, I'll put some, something there that you can learn more about it and just yeah just just go for it like as I said at the beginning, you've been brought here by some kind of destiny, right? Because this is really the stuff that fixes pain. So if you're ready to do that and just get involved with the back pain miracle movements and it's going to happen for you. All right. So good luck. And I wish you the best with it. Do you want to add some more stuff, Brett? Yeah, I'd just like to say that you know, it, the combination
1: right, of, of what I brought here to the table, plus your, your uh, expertise is really unbeatable if you can oh, yeah. just let this idea into your mind that my, this pain is leading me in a, in a better direction, a stronger direction. And, you know, with in combination with your conscious movement exercises uh, can bring, can bring, even if you can't figure out what the original conflict was, you, you can actually speed this up in recovery time. And, you know, one last little thing I didn't mention earlier, but if you can begin to envision yourself, as healthy and fully restored, perhaps imagine participating in activities that you have been, you know, forced to avoid because of the pain. This, this can add a tremendous, uh, level of improvement for you just in that simple process of thinking about how you're going to be better soon. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You gotta have a, yeah. Just, just, just do some visualization sessions, just visualize yourself like moving well, just say, and just start to put some confident confidence into you and yeah, yeah, I can do this. Yeah. I really want this, you know, wouldn't it feel great to be like that? Like really imagine it and just be like, yeah, just get some, get some inspiration in there. You know, it's magical how effective that is instead of dreading that you can't do this
1: with your friends on the weekend, or you're not going to be able to walk you know, or whatever the thing is that you feel like you're prevented from doing. Beginning right. to be ho- hopeful that I will be able to do these things again is, you know, lends even even more power to what we've discussed today.
0: Right. Okay. Well, thanks so much for contributing to this, Brad. And I'll just say a final word. Um, back pain miracle, I mean, it's amazing. Get, get into it as soon as you possibly can. Uh, I've been, you know, providing people with this for, Two and a half years, I think it is. Uh so many testimonials. Uh, so many people love this and agree that this is the, the game changer for pain recovery. So just get into it. It's a guaranteed for 60 days. I have a perfect reputation for customer service and you know, everything you'd be possibly looking for in a you know solution that you can be confident in and really enjoy and love and get amazing results from. So go for it. You're gonna love it. And I thank you for watching this video and good luck with the course. Okay. Thank you so much, Brad.
1: Thanks, Matt. Thanks, everybody, for listening.
0: Okay. See everyone.
1: Bye-bye.